0: Welcome to episode 190, Grace to You and Peace from God, Our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I honestly thought that I was going to be done with endued with power, but I have one more episode in me. If y'all can just hang with me for one more episode, I think we will move on to the next stop of the mountain. In fact, I started taping the next stop on the mountain, and I really, I felt like I needed to have one more episode episode i did not cover and i and i apologize for not covering this and it's kind of embarrassing you know I, and i've never really talked about this but when you see jesus christ i just think some people think that christ not jesus's last name it is his title and christ stands for i think in the greek i don't really want to go to the greek language because i am no greek sp- scholar by any means but i think it's christos I think, is the word for Christos, and it means the anointed one. And then the Hebrew translation or the Hebrew Hebrew equivalent is the Messiah. It's really Christ. It almost sounds like a last name. When I first got saved, I I just thought, you know, my, my name's Greg Ryan. And, you know, that over there, that's Jesus Christ. Well, that's Jesus, the anointed one, or Jesus, the Messiah. But Christ is not his last name. But I want us to talk about the anointed one because an anointing is incredibly important in biblical terminology. And we got to, the first one that I want to talk about is when David was anointed king, and we've talked about this before. But if you go to First Samuel sixteen, and let's go to eleven, where Samuel is standing before Jesse, he's already looked at what he thought was all of Jesse's sons, in his First Samuel sixteen eleven, and Samuel said to Jesse. Are all the young men here? Then he said, There remains yet the youngest, and there he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy, with bright eyes and good looking, and the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward, so Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Now, if it wasn't a big deal, why would the Bible say, the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward? David, if you read, I mean, he was a, a man, you know, he started off as a boy, a shepherd boy. But he was a man, he made mistakes. In fact, he was an adulterer and a murderer. And I, we all know the story. If you want to go back and read First Samuel 1 and 2, David was not perfect, but he was called a man after God's own heart. But God had Samuel, the prophet, anoint him, and that was to represent the Holy Spirit. And I believe that is exactly why Jesus told his disciples to stay in Jerusalem until you are endued with power, until you are anointed. Now, I want you to remember David being anointed with oil and the Holy Spirit coming upon him or the Spirit of God coming upon him. Now, I want you to go to Matthew 3.13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I indeed need to be baptized by you. And are you coming to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness." Then he allowed him. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from the heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And I would just want to stop there real quick. We saw the Spirit of God coming on David. And now John the Baptist baptized Jesus, didn't want to, but said, look, I'll do it, because Jesus asked and said, look, permit this to be so. And so John baptized him, and then the heavens opened, and the Spirit of God descending like a dove. Now, it doesn't say when David, King David was baptized that everyone saw the Spirit of God. It just came on King David. It came on David when he was anointed. I don't know there was any fanfare Maybe David knew, but the Spirit of God came on David from that day forward. And I just want you to picture the power that came upon Jesus when he was baptized. And when he told his disciples in Acts 1, 4, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. And I just want you to think about what's going on, and I and I want you to think about it in the context of we have an we've had three enemies. If you've listened to this podcast, you know that one of the three enemies is the punk. It's Satan or his demons or imps. One of them is our flesh, and one of them is the world system. But Satan is alive and well. He has not been banished to the lake of fire. And if this guy or this demon or whoever, whatever you want to call him, this entity is truly out to know, to do no good and to defeat us and to defeat you and I. The most logical thing he could do is make the Holy Spirit seem like a fool or a horrible thing or some kind of weird, wacko thing. And I think he's done a wonderful job in the church of representing the Holy Spirit as something kind of strange. And it couldn't be any further from the truth. The Holy Spirit is a wonderful person. Love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness. You know the story. All the fruit of the Spirit, that is God. And God's Spirit is with us all the time. And Jesus, when He baptizes us in His Spirit, not only is the Spirit of God in us, then the Spirit of God is on us. Let's read Matthew again in 3.16, 3:16 When he had been baptized Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold the heavens were open to him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. The Holy Spirit was upon him and we are being, when we are baptized with the Holy Spirit he comes upon us. Now it's nothing weird. If we're supposed to imitate Christ, then we should walk in the same power that Jesus walked in. We should be anointed with the Holy Spirit, anointing is a big deal in the Bible. If we're going to have a biblical worldview, we need to be anointed. Jesus Christ, Jesus the Anointed One, He walked His life endued with power. He told us it was better. I know you're probably tired of hearing it, but I'm going to keep telling you about John 16, 7 until, you, until it gets to be a part of you where it said, it's better if I leave. How can it be better for God? God to leave the earth. The reason it's better is because he sent the Holy Spirit. We know why it's better, because the Holy Spirit is everywhere all the time. Jesus was a man. He was God and man, but he was just one man. So Jesus could only be one place at one time. If you read the Gospels, you will see. There was a couple times in there that I that I read that he didn't want to help the Gentiles. He said, because I've been called to the children of Israel. He was trying, his mission was to talk to the Jews. Jesus was a Jew, and he was to, to lead the Jewish people out of captivity. And he was sent to the Jewish people. They, those were the people with the book, the Old Testament, or the Torah. That was the, the book, the people of the book. The Jewish people knew God's word. The Jewish people knew the law. They worshiped in the temple. They had a religious lifestyle. They were God's chosen people, but they had kind of gotten off track. And Jesus was coming to show the way. John 14, 6, Jesus declared himself the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. Jesus was the only way, is the only way, and will be the only way to the Father from here From back then to over 2,000 years ago to if it goes 2,000 more years, Jesus is still going to be the only way to the Father. And this anointing is such a big deal. And I just wanted, I was going to stop because it's Monday here and I was trying to go to a different step of the mountain and I'm going to go to that tomorrow. But I just wanted to talk one more time. I just felt like I just needed to just say if Satan was going to try to Deceive you or I? He would try to do it with this, endued with power. This is the one thing Satan does not want you or I to have. He does not want to have to fight the Holy Spirit. He does not want to fight you being empowered or endued with power of the Holy Spirit. He would much rather fight you in your with your five senses. He would much rather, if you're if you lean toward pornography, he'd much rather put some kind of stupid picture up or some video. He does not want, he wants to fight you with your five senses. He does not want to fight you in the spirit realm. And Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. The Bible is God's word. It is the word of God. It is Jesus. If he can fight the word of God and he can fight the Holy Spirit, I believe Satan has got us beat. And I think that's why I jump up and down all the time, trying to get you in the Word of God, trying to get you to read your Bible. Because if you're in His Word, you've got a chance to know the truth. And if you know the truth, that's where true freedom comes from. I want to do this real quick episode. I just kind of wanted to put a period on this endued with power. And I just wanted to remind you that Jesus is the Anointed One. And if we are to follow Christ, We are to be anointed. And why would we not want to be anointed? And if you've got any kind of reservation, I would just tell you, please ask the Holy Spirit. Just dig into this Word. Find out what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you in these episodes. I'm not trying to sway you one way or the other. It's too late for me. But I am just trying to give you the most chance for success. I believe Acts 1, 4 through 8 is still just as relevant today as it was when the disciples were baptized on Pentecost. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, Will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. That is our deal. That's what we should be seek and keep seeking, knock and keep knocking, ask and keep asking. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. It's good good for today, it's good for tomorrow, and it was good for last Thursday. So I just want to close this episode and let's pray. God, I thank you so much for your Holy Spirit. I thank you that you have given it to me. And Lord, it was a free gift and I was not worthy other than I accepted you as my Lord and Savior and asked for this free gift. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are with me always. I thank you for the power, the endowment, and I pray this listener, if they have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, I pray that they would start seeking this baptism. And uh, Holy Spirit, Lord, I pray that you would baptize this person in your spirit. God, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being a part of this, and I look forward to visiting with you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.